0: fellas what's going on man how y'all how y'all living how are y'all weekends what's what's going on
1: uh weekend was cool man just chill didn't do much or nothing got some uh got some work done some actual important work not nine to five work and then um uh, we should have some facts over x emotes coming soon that people can use so
0: you know, it's, it's always so interesting to me that in today's society, when people are like, oh, yeah, I did some work or got something important done. It's never like the job that pays the bill. Like, <laughs> just, it's just a bunch of manual tasks I do every day so that they, right. DTE or Duke Energy or whoever, Georgia Power, don't cut my lights off. But, you know, in reality, we don't really rock with that. Chris, how was your weekend, man? I heard you had, hit another beast trip, man.
2: Yeah, man, I did hit the beast. Did some reading, you know, just trying to get get more Intellectually sound, you know what I mean. Just trying to, trying to learn, learn how to be this this thing called a man in the in the life, you know. Just just trying to be the best me. I boy, I will
0: tell you, you you hit the beach more than David Hasselhoff. Boy, I, I'm, I, I mean, listen, the
2: you had to be. Listen, right? you know, geez, I live in Massachusetts now, and the beach don't last long out here. You gotta remember, as soon as right. September get here, That's right. I almost yeah, got to bring out the cool. tin balls. Yeah, yeah, I almost going to bring up the symbols Because <laughs> in the city, you. you know, it's snow, they be like six inches at the high end. Out here, it'd be like 12 inches at the high end. So it's like, that's all right, right. Bro,
0: come on. Cause you come got on. the uh you got the sea, you got the uh coastal effect for the snow. And yeah, all that. bro. It, that it, coastal bro. snow is different. Philly snow, yeah. New York snow, Boston yeah. snow, it's a different, that's a whole nother ball yeah, game. You know? It's different. So what yeah. what book is it that you're reading? I'm reading this book called The Goal. So,
2: I mean, for our audience though, it's called The Goal, and it's about this guy named Alex Arroyo, Arroyo. and um, I want to be a plant manager in the next five years. You know, that's one of my goals, and the book is just showing how he chose. He he was an operator at a at a, at a plant, and he chose the route of plant manager, but he took the long way. So he's giving like tips and tricks on how to do it the short way or doing stuff that. He thinks that you can you can you can speed up the process. So it's just something to, you know, just a learning experience type of book.
0: I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Man, my weekend was pretty good, man. I um I had some had some important conversations that needed to be had. Did a little bit of cleaning. Um, I'm. I'm Still working out, dropping pounds and all that, man. I'm I'm still mad at both of y'all for never telling me, like, hey, bro, you getting a little too big. Like, <laughs> your chin got a little extra chin on it, big dog. You ain't you say gotta, that to me. You <laughs> gotta hit the weight. <laughs> but um, yeah, all in all, man, everything is good. Everything is great. And I'm 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 happy, man. I'm happy. You know, uh my pistons is losing in the summer league, but you know what? It's just summer league. So let's never forget that. Let's never lose that in the grand scheme of things. Summer league is summer league. But anywho, we got a great show up today. We got a lot going on today because we're going to talk about summer league. We're going to talk about Team USA because, I am I mean, hey, were me and Josh wrong? No. We were very right to be panicked, but Team USA took home the and goal both for men's and women's basketball. Uh, we got to talk about that. We got to talk about some of these free agency signings as well as some of our quick reactions and the Hall of Fame induction just passed. A lots of good stuff to talk about from there, as well as what we are looking at for the class of 2022, which seems to be a little underwhelming so far. So y'all ready for the show? Y'all good to go? Good to go. Yes, sir. I'm ready. Well, before there. we get into the show, we got the money man, the man with the plan, Chris Allen in the building. Right here, right here. We got the master, of the mixing master, Josh Gotten in the building. There we go. Ready to go. And then you got the little old MC that is me, Kenton Gibbs. What's up, y'all? Have a seat. It's your favorite hour of the week with the Facts Over Axe crew. Did we get our first sub? Oh my lord, Blanco, snuggers, Blanco. <laughs> I always knew Blanco would be our first sub, man. That, wow, we got to play the song "Hero" them. for Blanco. Is there a hype trait? Wow, yes, it is. wow. Yes, it is. I'm in tears. i mean t- Somebody play the <laughs> song "Hero" for my man Blanco. But anywho, uh, so before before we get into anything else. We gotta talk about this Lakers roster because a lot has been made of it, okay? Because some people are saying this the dream team, some people are saying that this the the Ben Gay and Joint Cream team. So what's going on? Is this is this team too old to get it done? Or or is this a team that we're looking at? Hey, this is championship or bust. Josh, I'm gonna start off with you since these your
1: Lakers. So um this is not a team to where you can say they're too old to get it done, because I think. Once you hit a certain age, I think it's players has exceptions to the rules, right? You have a few Mm -hmm. players on that team that's 35 plus, but at the same time, one of those players is LeBron James. Until we see LeBron have a a catastrophically terrible season, we're not going to say that age has affected him. Um, You got a player like Russell Westbrook, who's 33, but at the same time, we haven't really seen him slow down. I mean, he's averaged a triple-double five for the past six seasons. Is that correct?
0: So, yeah, I think it's four
1: or five, something like even way, it's amazing, bro. It's right. Amazing. So, it, yeah. even in even in Washington last year, even though they had a slow start to the season, he's not a player that you necessarily saw slow down. Um, Carmelo is going to play the role that he's supposed to. Of course, he's not 2011 Carmelo anymore, but if they can get that same Word production, if they can get that same production. You're in double? You're in double? Oh, my bad. That's probably okay. Um, yeah, so if you can get that same production um, that he, he was giving you the past two years in Portland, then we'll be good to go in L.A. You got players like Dwight Howard, who just fills in his role, grabs a couple of rebounds, blocks a couple of shots. If everybody fills their role correctly and stays healthy, this is not uh, as bad a team or as old a team as people are making it out the seem. But I think it's just a matter of these pieces fitting together and being able to Execute basketball when it matters And with that being said, way too early predictions When it comes to the season, with this current roster The way it's constructed, I do have the Lakers In the NBA Finals I don't think they win a championship, but I do have them In the Finals
0: Who do you think beat them out the East? Is it the Nets? Is it the it's Bucks? Brooklyn, or? bro
1: <laughs> it's, it, Brooklyn is healthy The way I saw them play this last season of Brooklyn Is healthy, I don't see anybody beating Brooklyn
0: I, I understand, I'ma just say this Counting on Brooklyn's health I mean, Kyrie has been a, a walking. Uh, he's been Mister Glass. Um, Harden. I don't know what go, what's going on with Harden, but uh, he he was a tough out. And KD is a seven footer who got lower lower body problems, and those generally do not get better over time. But who knows, Chris? What you thinking, man? What you thinking? Is this team too old to get it done? Is this man. have they have they gotten too old? Man,
2: man, man, kid. Kitten, Kitten, Kitten. You know it's serious I call you Kitten. I don't know last time I called you Kitten. But, <laughs> man, you know, it, it It really, I hate to say this, but this Laker team goes as AD goes this year. If AD is hurt anyway, they lose a lot. Like, that drop off, if AD is hurt, is, is serious. Like, it's almost serious to the point, I'm not going to hold you up, AD get hurt early in the season it might be better off just letting him go and trade him for whatever the, like the best package possible, like the best three or four players that are solid role and one semi-all-star, like a Bradley Beal. It's, it's best, well, Bradley is an, all, an all-star, but it's best to almost trade AD if he get injured this year because you don't got a lot of time with this team. This is a immediate win-now team. This is a team that's assembled with all these one-year deals that they want to win a championship this year and they want to, Take pride in that championship, and then next year there'll be a completely different team. Cause I mean, let's just be honest. You got Melo, thirty-seven, who says who just came out said this ring is the thing that he's chasing the most. Like he can't sleep at night because he he hasn't had this ring. You got Dwight Howard who got his first ring, but he hungry for another. You know he left L.A. because they they had all the money tied up. They couldn't pay him. He went to Philly, saw the saw the other side. Now he back. This is third time with the Lakers. I think Dwight Howard learned a lesson in this whole thing. He needs to stay with the Lakers and sit on the bench if it's time for him to sit on the bench. But honestly, it comes down to AD being the glue and Russ and Brian figuring out who's going to have the ball. I would love to see LeBron off ball. I would hate to see Russ off ball. So I hope they figure that out. Russ off ball is not pretty. It's not
0: pretty. <laughs> I think that we've already. I think we already all got the solution. I mean, we all have seen what happens when you play LeBron off ball. I think that's when he played his best basketball of his career in Miami when he was off ball a lot. You saw some things out of LeBron that a lot of us did not know was there, and he just he did it. He became one of the best cutters in the league out of nowhere. He became one of the best uh, driving dish dudes who you get it to him when he's already cutting to the lane. He gonna find the open guy like that out of nowhere. So, my DP, Zay, is in the building. What's going on, Zay? Let me tell you something. I I, I agree that they need help. Oh, go ahead, Chris. Go ahead.
2: I was going to say the ceiling for me, the Lakers win the championship. That's the ceiling. I think they floored. And, I hate saying this, but, ah, man, I I can't even say it. I really think Denver is going to get them a lot of problems. Like, Denver with a healthy Jamal Murray and Aaron Gordon, Gonna have a full year
0: with the new coach over there. I, so, so here's 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 what I'm gonna say. We already knew with Brian and AD period, even if you signed a, a bunch of mid-level exception players and a couple three and D guys, your ceiling is a championship. We can agree to that, right? Right. Now, with that being said, I think that this team's floor is conference finals. I think that's their absolute floor. And that's even if AD gets hurt. Let me tell you why. People talk so much about how old these guys are and what they're going to be expected to do. Wayne Ellington, 40% three-point shooter last year. Melo, 39% three-point shooter last year. Uh, Kendrick Nunn, a guy who is known for shooting the three point three ball well. I'm, I'm not sure on his percentage at the moment, but you're looking at a bunch of guys who all shoot the three well. So when you look at that, you say, okay, well, sure, they got guys who shoot the three well, but who do they have that can get the ball to the rim? Your stars are LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, (laughs) Anthony Davis. Offensively, they have all the pieces there. And then you look at defense and you say, well, okay, sure, you got all those things, but what are y'all going to be defensively? Who's your rim protector? Who's all this and that? Frank Vogel, while I would not never, y'all would never hear me say Frank Vogel is the best coach in the league. You'll never hear me say that. But defensively, I I don't think he's ever been outside the top five in the league. So defense, they'll get that part figured out. The White knows that he's not a guy who's gonna command 10 to 12 post-ups a game anymore. Right. Restbrook knows he's not the guy that he's gonna, you're gonna get a lot of ISO, you're not running floppy motion for him. That's not that's not who he is. He knows that. He knows that. So, with that being said, everybody knows their roles for the most part, and you got a bunch of guys who they do what they need to do. Honestly, I'm surprised why more people are not like, yeah, we might as well pack this one in. This this championship is pretty cooked. We and,
2: and I'll probably tell you why, though. I'll tell you why because you got to remember, people looking at this team as like rust, like. The narrative behind you can't win with Russ is so bad. Like, they realized KD played his best basketball, most points per game, when he played with Russ. Bradley Beal almost led the league in scoring when he played with Russ. James Harden almost led the league in, well, he did lead the league in scoring when he played I'll with ask, Russ.
0: Like I'll, I'll ask you this. All the guys who, who they say Russ dragged down, what have any of them done without Russ? Well, KD went on to win. KD went on to win two championships but on the team that, was expected, that won 73 though. games before him.
2: Yeah. He that, went to yeah, go, yeah.
0: like, at what, any other player. Okay, so KD, KD is one. What has James Harden done without him? Nothing. Honestly, oh, Paul honestly,
2: George. and I'm he so mad about George that, too. Him. I'm so mad at that, too. Paul George had his career year when he played with Russ. But anyway, I'm so mad Dave the Rockets didn't run it back. Defevo. Right. The Rockets didn't run it back with Russell and Harden in the year that we could have won it all. I'm so mad about that. Russ and Harden would have been the favorites in this playoffs with the injured Anthony Davis, no Jamar Murray, and and the Clippers without Kawhi going against Giannis.
0: Hey, hey, listen. Hey, listen, Blanco. Yes, James did win MVP, but I'm saying from a standpoint of what did he win if we're talking about championships, if we're talking about winning is the goal and that is the only thing that matters for this particular conversation, which of them have won without Russ? Okay, you could say Durant. Durant appears to be the exception to the rule because every other superstar that Russ has played with ain't one spit without him.
2: Ain't, Serge, ain't even, without him. Serge Ibaka even Serge Buck even got lucked into a ring. You know what I mean? He, he wasn't a key contributor. That competitor. was not
0: Serge Ibaka ring. Not correct right, right. That was not. <laughs> no, see, I'm just saying. I'm just and, saying. And, uh, and he this played his I'm, best basketball with Russ. And, and exactly. And this is what I'm saying. It's so often, even for KD, was that KD's ring? Who looks at those Golden State years as, oh, those are KD's rings? Anybody? Anybody? Like, at the end of the day, I'm saying this straight up and down. The the narrative that Russ can't win, well, sure. Who played with him that can? Who played with him that can? That's all I'm asking. Because that it's very clear that all these stars – Paul George game seven when he, they were up three one game six or seven how much how many did he average what was it eleven on what he 30%? had five
2: in the closeout
0: five in the closeout <laughs>
2: and every I remember I remember that night too I'm watching it in my cousin's basement with my other man Svante, right bro when I tell you they was everybody was dragging Russ because he shot 50, 40 or fifty shots I can't remember the exact number but they was dragging him but every time he passed the ball nobody else was shooting so it's the closeout game. Russ
0: went and did what he had to do. Nobody Somebody else want to shoot it. Somebody got to shoot it. So I, well, I, 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 I love Russ, man. I love I'll him. tell you this. I'll tell you this. The the gripes about this team being old are very valid. However, the other thing besides the fact that all of these players are perfectly fit for what the stars are supposed to do, you got a a, a driving disc guy and Brian. You got a driving disc guy in Westbrook. You surrounded him with shooters. You gave him a rim running big in Dwight Howard. Now. When you look at that and you say, okay, well, they're old. I'm sorry. What team that's in championship contention isn't? The only teams that people say got mm-hmm. a serious shot at the championship would be out of the East. You got the Nets, you got the Bucks, and who else? That's it. Nets and Bucks. How old is KD? How old is Hardy? 30, 33. 32. How old is Kyrie? None of them are younger than 30. Mm-hmm. The no, Kyrie is twenty. Oh, Kyrie, Kyrie younger than thirty. Kyrie, Kyrie's so Kyrie, 30 Kyrie, is 30 30. 30. Kyrie is younger than thirty. Kyrie is younger than thirty, but Kyrie is I, and I've always said this about Kyrie: every team that you've ever played on is statistically better with you off the court. I'm sorry, I don't think that you're that guy.
1: Yeah, black so Kyrie is twenty-eight. I thought he turned thirty this year. Oh my god!
0: But right. that that's Kyrie. another Kyrie thing. Kyrie
1: under thirty. I knew that.
0: I knew that. As much as as much as Kyrie is hurt, like we talk about Anthony Davis injury problems. Um, Mr. Irving all you gotta do is say the wrong word to Kyrie and he's out for a yeah. game <laughs> and it's a word that's in about 80% of rap songs so hey, I ain't gonna catch Dennis Schroeder look
2: like he might sign with Boston he gonna see Kyrie a lot
0: <laughs> I, hey listen all I'm saying all I'm saying is very simple separ- wait Kyrie is 30 so what all I'm saying is, wherever care. whatever you say about all these, t- the teams out the West who are supposed to be competing. Who would, who would y'all say are the championship contenders out the West? Lakers or who else? I honestly am not going to put the Suns back in that conversation. Okay. No, Chandler I'm saying Denver. The second best team. Denver Utah, is a young team. Utah. Denver is a young team. They're... Stars coming off an ACL tear. They're, they're second in command coming off ACL tear. But they're a young team. Utah, sure. Utah is very young. Utah is very young in comparison to the Lakers. Aye. But like even <laughs> Utah, their their actual their roster is not all that young. If you look at the uh, if you look at the entire team. I mean, I'm Utah listen, are the listen, second I, oldest I, team I, in the league with an average age of twenty eight point nine. I, really? And listen, listen. They're the second oldest team in the league. I, I, mean, I got to do this for yeah. Blanco.
2: I got to do this for Blanco because Blanco love the slander. He love the slander. Kawhi might not play for the Clippers. Oh, my God. He might not play for the Clippers this whole year because his injury. Do you know how much we going to be able to
0: talk about the Clippers this year? Oh, <laughs> like, Do you oh, realize man. though Ma, oh we my about God. to talk about the Clippers, bro? Hey, the Clippers are barbecue chicken on this show. I, so, again. Ah. So, again. So, again. Y'all have told me that this team is too old, but every other team is just as old as them. Utah is a year... They're twenty eight point nine. The Lakers are thirty one point eight. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but you're not talking about a very young team. You're counting on a lot of old guys in Conley and Ingles, and I mean, a lot of their guys kicked around overseas forever before they came back over here and got right. They got a bunch of old guys too. So
2: yeah, but they you know. they, they number one and their number two offensive options was Clarkson and Mitchell are young. I will say that for you. Paul.
0: Sure. They're one and two are young, but let me ask you this. Two, and two two on two game, who would you rather have? Clarkson and Mitchell? Oh, oh, oh. don't even Ray. ask me that. Don't even
2: ask me. Don't even ask me. Don't even ask me. I mean, I'm I, I got you. I was just Again, saying, like, this that show, might be why people are saying that, you know?
0: Hey, listen, we call this show Facts Over Acts for a reason. And the fact of the matter is, all these teams that people are saying, oh, they so old, the Lakers so old, they're going to take them out. You got a bunch of old guys there, too. Blake Griffin can't even jump no more, bro. This Listen, and and I got dr-
2: I got I got dragged on Twitter because I said Melo is to the Lakers what Blake Griffin is to the Nets at this point in their career, and I got dragged on Twitter for saying that. But I pulled up the numbers. Melo averaged two more points a game, but Blake Griffin averaged two more assists a game. And to be I- honest with you, he was the the argument with me and somebody on Twitter was that Blake Griffin and Bello would have never left their prime if they weren't forced to go to a different role. They were forced to go to a different role they because watched. they weren't performing <laughs> and this they was, were lost.
0: This is this is not you a get chicken. What I'm saying? And the egg. This is not a chicken in <laughs> the egg situation where you like, you know, which one which one preceded which? Did the numbers drop off because they left or did they leave? No, this is a chicken and chicken nugget situation. The chicken came first, fool. The chicken came <laughs> first and then we came up with chicken nuggets. But anywho, uh, when we talk about which came first and all these young guys and who's old, the Summer League is the place for the young guys to show up, right? The Summer League has shown us some flashes and some previews of some guys being legends. And the Summer League has also shown us some smoke screens for some players who have become nothing. Kevin <laughs> Knox. Uh, but yeah, players who, you know, they look real good in the summer league. And then next thing you know, they disappear. So give me some quick reactions to these uh, couple of summer league games that y'all have seen so far.
1: Um, I have two reactions because these are only two reactions that I think are going to actually impact the regular season. My first reaction is that I think Le'Angelo Ball has a role on the Hornets as a rotation player. Not saying he should start, not saying he should get you. Let's give him 20 minutes a game. But I think that a lot of teams need a 3 and D wing with some size. And I think he fulfills the role of the modern NBA role player. Okay. He's the best jump shooter out of the three brothers. And he's the bigger out of the three brothers when it comes to to physique. So if he gets into a system with an actual team, I think he could be a decent 3 and D player for a lot of teams.
0: Mm, now I say Lazo to the Hornets made sense, but are they getting the other ball brother?
1: Mm, if, you get him for, if you get them for six hundred k, hey,
0: Why that's Hakeem he still. That's Hakeem yeah. still in the days of NBA. Where you paying Evan Fournier ten million? <laughs> <laughs> doing, right? No, yeah. no, no, no. You paid Evan Fournier seventy eight million over, figure. but ain't it over like six years or is no, it five? No, 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 no. It's but they paid them seventy eight over four. It's fine. It's fine. Hey, The boy Knicks, said the he Knicks. the best when it comes to legalized bank robbing, you're a liar. Evan Fournier just snatched your crown, Bucko. He dropped 28 for France and got 20 mil a year. Jesus. No,
2: no yeah.
0: No, no. Chris, what what are your what are your quick reactions?
1: One of the oh, reactions. real one quick. More, one more. I'll <laughs> uh, Other cool cool Otherwise, I, cool I make cool it quick. Uh K, I think K Cunningham is every bit of what he was projected to be I think it's mm. going to take I, I don't think he's going to be like a, a LeBron thing where he just come in the league in first game 23 and 6 because I yeah. looked on the court and I think it's a few things that he just has to find too so when it comes to the pacing of the NBA game or just all around court awareness but the way he controls the pace of the game I think we're I think we're bound to see something special
0: okay all right I, I, I have a very strong feeling that Chris is going to disagree with you here. <laughs> <strong> <laughs> hey, hey, hey,
2: listen. Listen,
0: listen, like, listen, like, listen, tell us, listen. Tell us your takeaways, man. Tell all right, all right. All right I, I,
2: I ain't going to cap to you. all I ain't going to cap to you. all Y'all know I'm happy. Y'all y'all know I'm happy. We had our Turkish MVP. I got to learn how to say his name because it looks like I'm going be saying it for a long time because he with the Rockets. But 15 and 15, baby. 15 and 15. Jalen Green making it look easy out there. 21st half points. Only needed to score three in the second half, but he was dropping dimes like crazy. Need some of our players to finish them layups, though, because that's what's going to kill us. But, man, the Rockets look like they had the steal of the draft. I remember not too long ago, Gibbs, if you remember correctly, there was a lot of teams talking about the Rockets gave up James Harden for nothing. Oh, that draft capital. You see what that draft capital could do in a deep draft. This draft was deep. We got some solid pickup. Joshua Christopher, he hooped out of his mind in that first game. Yeah? He hooped out of his mind. Okay, now that's enough about the Rockets. Jalen Green, I already told y'all, to me, he was the best offensive player in the draft, but K was the best all-around player in the draft. And and let me speak on K Cunningham. A lot of people kind of dissed him, and even I did at first, but as I kept watching, it's actually good he went five for seventeen. Because, you know, you're going to have to do a lot of games like that playing for the Pistons with a young team and don't have, like, a definite number one option. Like, Jeremy Grant, right. yes, he's the number one option technically, but he's not – he wouldn't be a number one on the other team. Like, we know that. We know that. Except Absolutely. the Kings. Except, you know, we hate the Kings. This show. But <laughs> the Kings might make Jeremy Grant look like a number one. Even then with De'Aaron Fox, you never know. But anyway, I really just – I. I, I Kay Cunningham looked like he got the all-around game. He looked like he, I mean, he had a couple steals. He had a couple fast break layups. He's, he's going to be a solid player, no doubt in my mind, now. Like, I i, I kind of ripped him because he he started off hot with them two threes, and then he just went missing. But he actually played solid defense. I think he needs to work on rebound a little bit. Seemed like he was kind of a little, little half-stepping the rebounds because he got a couple rebounds snatched from over his head, which, I mean, it's going to happen. And then the steal of the night was LiAngelo Ball. I hate to say it. You know, I, I'm a big I like the ball family, but I think that they get a lot of praise just because of all the noise they dad made. Like they they to be honest with you, they some good solid hoopers, but if they if they dad wasn't ever there, they would be like just like Brandon Ingram kind of to me. Like they'd be silent killers. Like LaMelo, the only one with that big, big Hollywood personality. You know, Lonzo and Jello, right. they don't really have ended that.
0: up in Charlotte.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, shout out to the Timberwolves. anyway. <laughs> I did see somebody say uh LeAngeloy make the lead because he spent all his VCO tattoos. <laughs> oh
0: my Lord. Hey, oh hey, yeah, smoke of that. The boys the
2: boys went from they dying out wanting them to have tattoos to their whole body. No, they, inked they up. Hey.
0: Like
2: <laughs> you feel hard me? You me. Yeah, yeah, but it, anyway, but yeah, so K gonna be solid. Le'Angelo, I think he has a role as a spot up shooter, especially when you got Lamelo bringing the ball off the court. It's gonna be a lot of shooters open anytime you have somebody it's, like that bring the ball. It's like
0: off the what, court. what was that two K where you had the orange juice combination? What was oh, that? Oh, uh, that was 17. Uh, yeah, you, you gonna have that orange dude fresh squeeze. <laughs> Wasn't that the one with Michael B. Jordan on it? Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. It was, yeah. Uh, Michael B. Jordan was a dog too, bro. Like man, man, he was right. like a 98 overall. He was finishing man.
1: everything at the rack, bro. bro. <laughs> and then the,
0: the trays, the trays
2: were man. out of control, man. Right, what but you? but but yeah, so my takeaway from the summer league is you can't take much from it because Evan Moby showed flashes was like mm-hmm. Cavs, why'd y'all give Jared Allen a hundred M's? Like, like
0: if you knew Evan Moley was like this, why'd y'all give Jared Allen a hundred M's? Like, I I don't think that the Cavs knew. The Cavs are used to selling. They so used to selling. They thought they right. was gonna sell with him. <laughs> well, I think I think drive, gives be beef trying.
2: with the Cavs go deep because he caught them to make the playoffs. So I think he got just like a special I, special beef. Man, with them.
0: <laughs> I know I I don't like the Cavs because they have wasted like. What ten years of LeBron James's
1: career? That's why I hate him. They're they're four people on that Cavs playoff ticket for all three weeks, man. Now wait, man, wait he wait, was <laughs> wait
0: wait before before Drummond before Drummond they decided not to play him no more, and before they decided not to play Love, were they not deceptive? The the, yeah, it
2: was it the, was looking good. They was in there. They was in there. But I mean, was like, I told you that plus eight hundred odds was a fluke. I'm like, man, that that's probably as low as it's gonna go.
0: But like, hey, <laughs> listen, I. At the end of the day, if they were dedicated, if it was like on some semi-pro, where it was like, if y'all do not get to the playoffs, your team will cease to exist. They would have kept drumming. They would have. And, and you know
2: what's crazy? Playoffs. You know what's crazy? They gave Jerry Allen 100 M's, but they they still don't want to give. Like they they got restricted free agency on Colin Sexton, but they don't want to pay him. That's what's mm-hmm. crazy to me. Like you got Mobley, you got Allen Sexton. And,
0: that's three you can start building around, and correct. you got Garland. There in today's gone. league, in today's league, you gave a lot of money to the big man with no offensive bag and don't want to pay your guard. Yeah. The Cavs. It's the calves. That's the only explanation. That's I, I the don't only get it. Explanation. <laughs> any any other takeaways from summer league, Chris?
2: Uh no, I'm gonna keep watching though. This year is actually gonna be interesting because this draft was deep. Like, I'm gonna watch some tomorrow. Cause I mean, after this show, I'm probably good. Go to sleep. But I'm gonna watch some tomorrow. I'm gonna watch some highlights from today. I'm I'm going to keep watching. Keep watching. You
0: know, we going we going to stay in Turkey for my takeaway because you talked about the Turkish MVP. So I want to talk about a Turkish guy real quick. Hey, hey, I Omer, he did fool. Omer Yurtseven. Come on down to the stage, young man. I have never <laughs> ever seen you act like this before. Let me let y'all in on the numbers that Yurt is putting up here. This man has went uh I want to say it is he's averaging about 23 13 and wait, I, I had the numbers. I put them in the rundown here. I can't. Man, when I first them.
1: saw the, when I first saw yeah, the, the that man's stats on, on the NBA Twitter page, I thought it was a typo. I had to go look at so, up. So you're, oh, but let me give y'all the correct numbers here.
0: 26, 13, two blocks a game, 54 from the field, 45 from the three. Now, here's the problem. Here's the problem, folks. I'm going to tell you what the problem is with this. Let me give you Yurt's best numbers out of college. I'm combining three separate years, all of his best numbers. You've got 15 points, uh, 9.8 rebounds, and 1.8 blocks. On His best year was 57% from the field, and he shot an even 500 from three that year. But granted, he only shot about eight threes that year. So he was four of eight. Okay. What? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> and granted, he's adding five turnovers a game to that. So, like, there's the flaw, of course. But if you if you tell me that your big is going to give you all that, I'll take five turnovers. But that brings me to my next takeaway from from this. Please, people, do not put too much stock into summer league. Okay, we have seen this before. We have seen guys go off and look like superstars, and we like, oh man, they're going to be the coldest thing.
1: Three months into the season, on the ten way, hey t- uh, the- ten day two way contract. Summer league had team. you thinking Zoe, Josh Hart, and Kuzma was about to be a Oak- Oklahoma City out here. <laughs> hey, hey. Let me tell you, hey.
0: look, this Zoe win summer league MVP, and then Sale all year. Kuzma Hold did on. too. They went back to back on. years. Y'all want to talk about it? Everybody with the name Zoe apparently balls out in summer league. And Sale, remember Alonzo Trier? Remember
2: oh, that Alonzo
1: Trier. Bro, he was hooping
0: for a minute for the
2: Knicks, though. He was hooping for a minute for the Knicks. He was
1: hooping so much in Summer League, 2K came out, and they gave him an 80-something. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, (laughs) I know. No. But it
2: was Summer League, and then it was the first two weeks of the season. He had, like, 20-plus.
0: 20-plus. the ladies I mean, and gentlemen of the jury my case is resting <laughs> peacefully do not put too much stock into this yes we can see it's just like nfl preseason you're gonna see some flashes out of this guy flashes out of that guy you're gonna see this the you know i watched Cade a little bit the playmaker was there but right now he's a ferrari that's running with a bunch of uh Volkswagens. like it's just he's dropping off passes that like oh his starter is gonna finish that but like This guy is going to be in Turkey next year with Yurt. So, like, this is just, (laughs) this is what this is. But, um, yeah, this is, don't put too much stock in the summer league. Don't disappoint yourself like that. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of energy. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Jalen Green is like that, though. We oh, absolutely. It. Again, you will see, you will see like the template for what players are. I think that you will see that in Summer League. Yeah, it's, it's, summer,
1: you, league, summer League taught, taught you not to, not to pay attention to the box score. You got to look at how these players control the pace of the game. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. Exactly,
0: exactly. Mm-hmm. But even still, because so, again, Zoe, and I'm talking about Zoe Trier here, and in and, and, and Summer League, he looked like he was like a 30-year-old out there toying with him just man. Like, all right, we need a bucket. I got it. In then, <laughs> then the season, it, it, he was good. And then the third week of the season, the Monstars took their right. powers back. Him, him
2: and, I right. think him and Kevin Knox actually was fooling in the summer league. Because they came out.
0: Remember Kevin Knox dominating Zion? Remember Man. that? <laughs> we was looking at Kevin Knox like, bro, what? <laughs>
2: this hey, this hey, is hey, hey, I low-key, if we ever blow up or when we blow up from this pod, bro, I got so many Kevin Knox. Kevin Knox slept on picking his drafts. Kevin Knox slept
0: on. Hey, he sold me. Oh, hey. hey he they, me. We all, anybody who's never had a bad take about sports, you've never made a lot of takes about sports.
1: Man, so, so there, man. Z- z- Alo- uh, Lazo Trier and Kevin Knox is out there looking like Shaq and Cove and some submarine,
0: bro. <laughs> like. Dog, we, we really all knew, like, oh, the Knicks in good hands, bro. They're going to be a-. Hey, Finsdale said, we are What? We we and I'm finna get fired. That's the hands I'm in.
1: Not, not <laughs> to go too much on a tangent uh, with this topic here, but what's the one like draft take y'all had where y'all was like, I'm I'm sitting on this. All
0: right, are we talking
1: just NBA or anything? Just we just NBA.
0: Who? Um. Well, my my the one that, I'm gonna tell you this. The so do we got to be something we were wrong for, or can it be like any
1: because I. I have one that, like, it's it's panning out very well. You ain't got to be, like, extremely wrong, but, like, your expect- your expectations were not met by a, by a long shot.
0: Okay, well, I'll, I'll tell y'all this. I'm going to start with one that I was right about. I said from the very beginning, when the Pistons drafted Luke Kennard, I said, this man stinks. This man <laughs> is not that guy. He will knock down threes, but he can do nothing else. He will give you nothing other than that. I've been proven right so far. And the one that I was most wrong about for the NBA, I said that uh well it, it's still it's still up in the air, but I said that DeAndre Ayton was a guaranteed Hall of Famer. I I just when he was coming out, I said he's a big that can do it all. He was averaging like 25 and 13 in college, and like it wasn't like a 25 and 13 where he was like hustling super hard and struggling to get it. He was like chilling. And just killing it out there, so I think Hall of Fame is still something it. that can happen. Oh, it can, but that's one that because the like,
2: basketball Hall of Fame, though. That's already
0: exactly, why. It, but but in my mind, though, I just knew that he was going to come into the league. Also, going off for of like eighteen and nine, I, right. I just knew like that's going to be him,
2: <laughs> man. My one good pick was uh it ain't really a good pick, but it's like. I, I was telling everybody Jalen Brown was a great pick, okay? I was telling everybody, I'm like, Jalen Brown, Low key should have been one or two. Like, Jalen Brown was the perfect 3 and D in this game. Like, and, and he's padding out, but I'm seeing that he might be more so a third or fourth option on a championship team, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he not going to be a 1-2 when you win a championship. It's still early in his career, though. He getting better every year. But I was so high on Jalen Brown. Now... The pick I have messed up the most in my whole career. When I tell you couldn't tell me nothing about Mr. Ohio State Evan Turner, when I tell you <laughs> you couldn't tell me nothing, listen, if Evan Turner came in the room and said, I will give everybody here 90 and walked out, and gave everybody 40. I'm like, he could have got 90. Like, he he really could have. Like, you couldn't tell me <laughs> hey, nothing about Evan Hey, Turton.
0: you know what? Those Sixers, they had a bunch of those. Because Michael Carter-Williams was another one. That man, was a guy for yeah, me that bro, I was like, bro, bro man. And actually, looking at DeAndre Aiden's stats, he did come in at 16 and 10 and then 18 and 11. So, technically, I wasn't wrong about bro. that. Michael Carter-Williams is the one I He do that for 12 about. more years. Yeah, he'll That's be. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But Michael Carter Williams. So I'm gonna change it to Michael Carter Williams. That was the one I was terribly Man. wrong about. I Man. thought that he <laughs> was the point guard of the future. And we
2: know Guyton's stuff. I remember no. Guyton talking to me about his
1: stuff. <laughs> Man, mine, I thought the I thought the hierarchy of the league was gonna be Jordan, Cole. Bron, Jabari Parker. Jabari like, Parker, okay, yeah. I thought Jabari
2: was different, bro. I thought Jabari <laughs> Parker hey, was I remember, bro, I remember we was. I think it was at Wayne State, and I seen you in, like, the common area outside, and man. he was like,
0: man, Jabari Parker is like that. I'm like, Bro, you about, bro, about to tear the league up, oh, wait, dog. Wait, wait <laughs> hey, you want to know another one? You want to know another one? Johnny Flynn. I knew Johnny Flynn <laughs> from Syracuse was going to kill it. I said, bro, Somebody was telling me, uh, yeah, Steph
1: was way better than Johnny Flynn. I said, bro, how? how I had one in that same Flynn? draft. I thought Rubio was, I thought Rubio was about to be like the next Jason King I mean, bro.
2: Ru- Rubio, because it's the basketball hall of fame, if he, he, if, he have, if, if he continues to have if he continues to have double-digit assists and double-digit point seasons, he will probably get in like Man. late
0: though. Late. yeah, basketball. The basketball hall of fame be letting anybody in, bro. If you a top boy <laughs> for nine years and like you got up because they even caught it, I was on the floor, they even caught Olympic basketball, they even caught Olympic basketball in that. Yeah. Like, Luis Scola for sure gonna be first ballot, boy. That been <laughs> right. to the Olympics forever. But anywho, we're gonna, we gonna move on and talk about the, this money real quick because we're gonna talk about the Olympics. But when we talk about the real gold, and I'm talking them, them coins. We got a lot of players who made a lot of money in free agency. So let's let's just run down some of the bigger signings. Of course, John Collins read up five years, 125. Julius Randle, four years, 117. Even though he disappeared in the playoffs, that man went, whoo, ghost <laughs> Pac-Man missing. But anyway, Lou Williams reads up with the Hawks for five nil. By the way, Lou Williams has never made over $10 million a season in his career. And uh I don't understand it, but you know, whatever. I mean, you can't tell me that Evan Fournier is that much better than him. Like, you can't, you can't You're tell not. me that that's that's <laughs> the case. Like, I just, you know, we we had this conversation off air about Danny Green versus him, but Evan I Fournier mean, but, is a much but better comparison.
2: Lou right. Will Lou Will low key, the year he was up for his contract, he signed with the Clippers three years, eight million a year, and I was just like, oh no, three four years for thirty two million, so eight million a year still. And I was really confused by that because he was one of the hot free agent targets. Unless he knew something we didn't know, because he knew maybe he knew Paul George and Kawhi was coming. You know what I mean? Listen, yeah. I don't care
0: who he knew was coming. He needed his agent to get jumped real quick. <laughs> like, if I was him, I'd be waiting on somebody's off. Hey, bro, come outside real quick. I just want to talk to you. I'm not gonna put my hands on you, bro. I promise. I just, just want to talk. You know what I mean? And next thing you know, make mek, make, make. But anywho, uh, so Lou Will got that contract. Um, who else did we have? Spencer Dinwiddie to the Wizards, three years, sixty. That's a slept million. on.
2: That's a slept on signing, right there. Now,
0: now here's signing. here's the biggest thing about this pick. Brooklyn gets Chandler Hutchinson a 2022 second round pick, 2024 second round pick, and the 2025 pick swap. So that that is the the big deal out of that one. Alfred Payton to the Suns, Kelly Oubre to the Hornets. Hoo. That that Hornets team, boy, they're they're doing things. Uh, <laughs> no,
2: hold, Bur- hold on, hold on. Ubre and Mello is like the cheaper version of Miles Bridges.
0: I ain't gonna lie. That's what I was I was thinking. <laughs> like you just signed Miles Bridges three times. So why would you do this? Why? Did, um, I, I mean, what, to, you can't have enough hot flyers.
1: What did that. the Warriors just say? Uh, the Warriors had a big signing. Who? Uh not Iguodala they, but it was somebody else.
2: They signed Iguodala and they signed what's his face? It was like uh,
0: another version of Kelly Oubre.
2: Uh, dang,
0: I can't think. Of it. Um I, yeah, it's not coming to mind for me. It's not I can't think of it. I know but who, I'm find uh, it. I'm gonna uh, find it. Victor Oladipo is going back to the Heat. Enos Kanter back to the up. Celtics. Uh Enos Kanter back to the Celtics. Danny Green to the 76ers. Still making 10 million a year. Again, Lou Will, go tell your agent to step outside just for a hot second. <laughs> Cause he, he got to be skimming yeah, something off. It's auto porter. Auto Porter Jr. There we goes. Yeah. Oh, auto Porter Jr. Hey, I, that's, that's another guy that with, with him and process, Wiggins. He had everybody fooled. Yeah. That's Calumbre. But,
2: but, yeah. but with him and Wiggins, though, that's low key not bad defensively for your second unit. No, no, not at all. Mm. Not at all. So that, that's a that's, that's a not the first unit. I, I well, mean, we are gonna, gonna put Draymond to at the right? far. Fo- Wiggins is gonna be there, but I'm saying when you rest Steph and Clay, you are gonna have Wiggins, Draymond, and and probably Otto Porter out
0: there. That'll so wait, hit. the 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 starters would be it would be Steph,
1: Clay, Wiggins, Wiggins Dray, Draymond, Wiseman. Wiseman. Yeah, I would assume yeah. so.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: and then you and then you got Joshua Kaminga. So they low key got three wings yeah. that can all play both Moody. ways.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah six five key. six six. Yeah, yeah. Know. they I
0: got three wins. They, they, got, play. they they got some. They got some good. You know what's weird? Steph is such a good shooter. They do the opposite of three and D. They got like a bunch of slashers with defense. Like that's rare. <laughs> that's really rare to see. Like a team be like, I don't care if they can't shoot. Bring them in. Bring them in. Can they get to the rim? So yeah, that's that's an interesting thing there. Any of those picks stick out to y'all? Anything in there that's like, hey, this is this is a, a big move. This is gonna change the tide.
1: Um. I think, I think the three biggest moves, not necessarily these players' impact that they're going to have on this team, but the amount of talent that they were able to bring in around them just purely based off the contract they gave them is Oladipo in Miami. He's still a player that can give you a lot of contribution. They was able to get him on a minimum deal, correct? Yeah.
2: Well, yes. not minimum, but it was, it was the mid-level. Mid-level? Yeah,
1: okay. MLE. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're yeah. able to bring in a guy that could potentially give you 20 a game still at a skill level in an MLE, that's that's going to be a huge move for your team, considering they brought other people in. They have a very the Heat have a very deep roster this year. I don't think they'll be able to get it done. I think their they're tie of playing upset or beating teams like Milwaukee has passed, but I still could see Miami making it to the second round of the playoffs with the roster that they have. And then uh, also bringing in Kimba to New York, bringing him back to play yes, in the town, able to get some younger players, some mentorship can still give you 15 to 18 a game, depending on if he's starting or off the bench. And they was able to ring him in for, for 6 million.
0: And hey, I'll tell you, he, he got waived, and Kemba has always killed it in the garden going yeah. back to his big East days. Yeah. When he get under them garden lights, I don't know what happens. He's, he turned into, you know, just like the uh just like Dave said about everybody playing for their country. He be <laughs> right. looking at New York like, "Hey, hey, give me the Thames,
1: Give me the Yankee fitted. I'm finna go for 30 right now." Cuz that's that's what Kimba does. Yeah, the and then I think the last thing um that that make some impact is Alfred Payton in, in Phoenix he's not the biggest player he's not going to make the biggest change to their team but in the playoffs if you've looked at it that team wasn't able to push the pace or pick up the pace that they were usually playing with without Chris Ball on the floor like once Chris Ball left the floor that team was like a lot of iso ball just looking to get shots out of iso situations and I think Alfred Payton got that drive to where he can penetrate to where he can get a few people open even though he's not going to have you know Chris Paul-level productivity. I still I still think he's a player that can get other players on the team open. off the Yeah, match.
2: and, and, and low-key, that's actually sleeper signing because now you can have Cameron Payne and um, Alfred Payton out there, so you're not missing nothing on defense because Alfred Payton can play defense. So Yeah,
0: El- Alfred yeah. El- Pay- Payton going to get in the stance. Now, is he going to knock down open three? Heaven <laughs> only knows.
2: But is he going to get in the stance? Absolutely. Man, that was my sleeper bet for parlays this year. Anybody wants a free game, Alfred Payton is – uh, 1.5 over under on threes. I bet the under for 27 games straight, and it hit every time. Hit every My time. Lord. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> My Lord. Him and Mark yeah. is smart. Two sleepers you bet the under on every night. You probably gonna hit every night.
0: My Lord. Well, that, again, facts over acts. We're gonna keep putting money in your pocket, so put some money in ours and subscribe or leave some bits, alright? <laughs> leave some bits. Subscribe. But anywho, um, I I really don't think that any of these signings are like huge huge deals um, oh I'm sorry I I forgot Kevin Durant four years 198 uh, Kawhi Leonard reportedly going back as well Reggie Jackson reads up with the Clippers eager dollar to the Warriors sorry did not read that top part um, yeah even with those I don't I mean we knew Kevin Durant was going where else was Kevin Durant going to go like what else was he going to do uh, so there was that. The the death beam pointed at Earth. I want Eagle Dollar. Nobody. <laughs> can we likes, can Eagle Dollar. ESPN, please. Eagle Dollar don't even want Eagle Dollar in that situation. He gonna be looking around <laughs> like, hey, that's a lot of pressure, bro. You asking for a lot. I, I ain't right. even trying to fade that. But yeah, all of these, all of these signings were pretty meh. Like you know I, I mean? disagree. Yes, I disagree. I, well, well, tell me this. Which of these signings did you not see coming and you feel like, oh, this changes the tide? Well, listen, listen. I'm not going to say I didn't see them coming, but
2: I, I think... So I wrote down a list of players while Guyton was going for my turn, and and the list of players I got, they're not, like, game-changing, like, oh, we're going to be title contenders now. But they're players that came for, with this new market, with the new TV deal coming, these are players that you got for a real good price. Campbell to the Knicks, 8 year a year for $8 million. That's extremely cheap for Kimba. Like, Kimba coming off of 37 a year. Extremely cheap. John Collins, they could have probably gave him 140 They got him for 125 I think that's for five years. So you locked him up for five years. And he showed flashes in the playoffs that I ain't going to lie to you. Like, if AD was a half step and a little bit less efficient, he would be John Collins. I'm not gonna lie to you. In the playoffs,
0: John Collins was like a baby AD. He then you was, got Juice AD with some feelers on, without the ball. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> then you got Julius Randle, who could
2: have probably signed the max, honestly, for the season he had. Most approved player, first time All Star. Man, the, it's the Knicks, Gibbs. Before you said it, it's the Knicks. They could have gave yeah, him a lot
0: more, more money. Listen, they the gave him a Knicks, lot more money. The Knicks was they. That money was burning a hole in their pocket, boy. Exactly.
2: It. And they and they got away with only giving him 117 million, which is cheap for him. He he's proved that he could be the third option on the championship team. For the Knicks, that's that's usually 150 million. Let's be real. For the Knicks, that's usually Third option on championship team. I don't know why they paid everybody so much. Fournier getting seventy eight. You got him for one seventeen. The Knicks.
0: The Knicks went out there and paid three dollars on the dollar for food stamps. They was like, hey, if you give me one fifty in food stamps, I got four fifty for you. I mean, if you give me uh four fifty, yeah one fifty in money, I got four fifty in food stamps for you. Because right. that's that's really what they did. <laughs> I got I
2: got <laughs> was, I got two was, more two more on my list that were steals, complete steals. Oladipo. To the heat on that MLE mid-level reception, mm-hmm. ridiculously cheap. Like Depot was a season away before his injury with the Pacers from getting the, a max. Of yes, yep. he came back from the Rockies. First game with the Rockets had thirty plus. Then they started putting him. They was tanking, they need to obviously. get him
0: out the studio. They need to get him away from the microphone. I mean, get on the court, dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean. He don't really, it's not
2: like he's not one of them situations where he's rapping or singing too much and he not really getting better at his game. Like the has shown, he was almost a bust for one point. Remember, he was the second overall pick. Yeah. And we almost yeah. wrote him off. And then he went to Oklahoma City and acted a nut. And then he went to uh the Pacers and acted a nut.
0: You got you got me there. You got me there. I, so, I, I mean, often, often.
2: and then the last player I got, and People, people, people probably looked at, overlooked him because his injury. But it was only a partial torn ACL. Spencer did really to the Wizards before his injury. He actually was the reason why the Nets was in the playoffs. Before they was like the the Nets that we know them today. You know what I mean? Like Spencer did with he Levert. They was the they was the glue to that team at first. Before yeah. before, before they got all their superstars like him and Kyrie when they played that one season together. They was 1A, 1B for a minute. Like Special Did when he was keeping up with them. Like it wasn't even
0: like it was that big of a gap. So I really like that move for the Wizards. Like with the young guys I mean, they listen, brought in. I I'm not, I don't think that any of the moves you said are bad moves. I think that most of them are good moves. Let me ask you this. Are any of those teams now in championship contention? No. Heavens no. <laughs> the, that's not I me. Mean. Although that's, it that's, that's, that's what I up. mean
2: it would take a lot of convincing to tell the Knicks that they aren't, that they aren't. <laughs> it would take a lot. Like, Nick fan, have you ever met, like, have, all right, on a tangent audience, have y'all ever made a, met a Knicks fan that always don't, like, they always have something good to say about the Knicks. Like, Man, they can't never RC. say nothing bad about the
0: Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, all I'm saying is, there's, to all the Knicks fans, you know, more power to you. I, I hope y'all watch this show. Um, Y'all are like slightly above Cowboys fans, just barely. Just barely. Because Knicks fans be like, hey, we're gonna be real good this year, but they know like, you know, every year it's not like, hey, we're gonna win the chip. Like Cowboys (laughs) fans, every year they know, bro,
1: Dak is back. And and, and in defense, in defense of the Cowboys fans, they actually have like decent rosters. The Cowboys just sell every season. Can I
0: ask you this? When's the last time the Cowboys won the Super Bowl? She. I'll, I'll give you the answer. Two of us were in diapers. I don't think one of us was born yet. It was 97. So, Chris, were you alive then? I was born in 96, boy. Don't play with me. Oh, okay. So, Chris, <laughs> so, so all three of us were in diapers last time that they, they won. I mean, I'm just saying. We had Similac on our breath, literally. You know, the old heads be like, boy, you're young. You got Similac on you. We literally had Similac on our breath at the time. I'm just saying. I'm just. uh, And speaking of selling, we thought the Team USA was going to sell. Now, the women's team. Y'all thought. Let's let's give a shout out to the women's team first, because you know what? The women's team, y'all have been consistent. Y'all have held it down. There was never a doubt. There was never any, oh, God, what's going on? Oh, my God, we letting Evan Fournier go off for 28? Nah, it wasn't (laughs) none of that with the women. They showed up. They said, all right, who's coming in second? And they was not wrong. They were not wrong at all. The men, they got their gold off too. Despite mm-hmm. despite some some turbulence on the flight, you know what I mean? We was flying Spirit, and we, we was finna have to kickstart that plane, but they got it off. They got the goal. So with that being said, fellas, uh, does, this, does this say anything about the rest of the world catching up to Team USA, or was this just like, ah, the shortened season, lots of NBA players, and not just NBA players, but NBA players who – all, almost all the guys on Team USA
1: carry the primary scoring load for their team, with okay, exception right. of JaVale McGee and Keldon Johnson. So I think that both are true, right? I think the rest of the world is catching up. But in the same breath, I don't think that the rest of the world is catching up in a sense to where we'll look at other teams internationally and see Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Jason Tatum, p- players with that skill set all on the same team, right? So yeah. even though I think we're all going to see if you look at the top players in the league, uh, about 25 percent of the top 20 players in the league aren't from America. Right. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I think in o- Olympics going forward, this was a special occasion because with the shortened season, with everything going on, not everybody, everybody don't reveal their vaccination information. Um, people, you know, aren't willing to travel. I think this is the the f- for only Olympics we'll see for a very long time to where. You know, if you look at the top 10, top 20 players in a league, you only got one or two of them in the Olympics. I think next time we come around on the Olympics, we'll be looking at uh, whatever the top 10 players are at that time in a league. I think we'll all be seeing them taking place in the Olympics, which, if you think about it, um, the USA is still going to win, but that gap is being closed. Because if you look at who the top five players are in five years, you're probably looking at Giannis, who's not from here. You're probably looking at Luca, who's not from here. You're probably looking at Jogic, who's not from here. You're probably looking at Embiid, who's not from here.
0: Okay. All right. I'll, I'm gonna jump in right here. I just I just want to let you in on a little secret. The gap is not closed at all. It's not so? closed at all. Let me let me expl- or or let me put it like this. Let me not say this. In the words of one Aubrey Graham, the distance between us is not a closable gap. Let me explain this to you. Right, right, right. Let me explain this to you. All the players that you just named who are not from America, they're all from different countries. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah, you'll have Giannis be great for Greece. Who's Giannis? Um, who's who's going to be his Robin on that team? <laughs> Jokic. He's not from America. Right. Who's going to be Jokic's second in command? Right. Luka did everything you could imagine
1: for Slovenia. Yeah. He did everything. So I'm I'm thinking in terms of international talent, the gap is closed a little bit. As far as beating Team USA in future Olympics, I think that's a different case.
0: I'll tell you this. If the rest of the, if if the Olympic Committee agreed to like, all right, so like let's have like all of the other countries get together and like have like three different tiers of teams and like a, (laughs) a, a drafting type system. Yeah, it's a chance. But think about it this way, right? So, Team America, I'm uh, a Team USA rather. You talked about the the massive amount of skill on on Team USA, right? Right. Who's the best player in basketball right now? Who, if you had to name the best three, best three, top
1: three, right now? Uh, I'll probably anywhere. go: Brian, KD, Giannis.
0: Brian, KD, Giannis, Chris, top three. Brian, KD, Steph,
1: Giannis, right
0: there, no. Giannis Brian, right. KD, Steph, with Giannis right there. I I would agree that we're looking at Bron, we're looking at Steph, we're looking at Giannis. Now, I, I I'm sorry, I, I struggle putting KD up there because I just I haven't seen him consistently night in, night out for an entire season, carry a team. With that being said, we all just named two American players, or two of us named two American players who are like, right. y'all got it. Y'all are right. y'all will figure it out. Like if it was really like a hey, Break break glass in case of emergency. Call Brown. Call Steph.
1: <laughs>
0: think about how we won the gold without two generational tap the best shooter of all time and a guy who everybody argues is either the best player or top three of
1: all time. Like that. Yeah, but I, but at that same thing, though, in five years, if you look at the trend of the league in five years, you can't and, call in
0: five and years. Brian. You think you think Cabaret LaWabu is going to be like, oh God, we're terrified of France now. Uh, You think Matisse (laughs) Tybel is gonna be that much of a terrorist on defense that we just like all the all we
1: but at the same time, I think in five years, if you look at those talents that's like yo, these are just like otherworldly talents, all of them are not American. I'm saying America is still gonna have the best team, but as far as just like top players in the league, I don't think you'd be looking at American players like for that. Oh, of course.
0: Of course. I, I think that there will still be Americans in the mix. But yeah. at the end of the day, we're talking Americans in the mix and then a bunch of players from a bunch of other countries. Right, right. Like that's the problem. Like if Giannis and Nurkic and I mean if Giannis, Jokic, and uh Doncic were all from the same country, yeah. Team USA, uh, y'all better play some defense, y'all better get in the stance, y'all better run a system, y'all better know what's going on. Did y'all watch the the Olympic basketball games? They said they didn't yeah. like playing in pop system. And, like, the last couple of games, it devolved into, all right, take turns ice away, and they won. They won. Yeah.
1: So, I'm just true. saying.
0: That's just my thought there. Chris, is the gap closing or is it a closable gap? What's going on? Absolutely going not. Here,
2: Absolutely not. I mean, you think about it. We go out there with our C team now. Like, it used to be we go out there with our A team and crush everybody. But we go out there with our C team now, and it's still, like, like, you got the Iran's and the Czech Republics, where right? it ain't even a game. Like, I can't even... It was oh so God, hard for me to watch so them ugly. play Iran, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I'm bro. talking like... It was just because I'm a fan of just basketball. I was able to sit through that, bro. Like, I I, I don't know, bro. Like,
0: some I'm not gonna team... Lie. I'm, I'm not the same way with my basketball fandom. I immediately was like, all right, bro, they up 30? Yeah, let me go ahead and turn it. Yeah. <laughs> bro, they won't bother. Yeah.
2: Listen, the spread was minus 40 for Team USA. I almost put the plus 40 on Iran, but I'm like... Low-key, if I got back in shape, I probably could start for Iran. So I was like, nah, I'm straight. I'm straight. <laughs> so, but th- this this is what I will say, though, Gibbs. We need to stop playing, though. Like, Team USA needs to stop playing because you got to remember, the more we make it seem like we're getting closer, the more those countries going to put more resources into basketball to try to make it more, like, you know, breed more players. Like, yeah, Luca came definitely. from Sylvania, But if you look at his team, it wasn't nobody even in the same stratosphere as Luke on that team. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like literally. That's my point. But but if we keep playing around and letting them get a taste of, we beat Team USA. It's gonna be a lot of lot of countries. Like, listen,
0: we need to put all our money into this league or this organization. but, But what are you gonna like at the end of the day? Unless you tell like the the star tennis player, hey, listen. Um, i don't care what's going on free some eggs Luca. we're gonna have you impregnate the eggs and we're gonna put the eggs in some random person and we're gonna raise this baby from the time they born to play basketball you not matching kd dog you I, not i know I, I know that i know that i'm not saying that but what i'm saying is we give them hope and hope
2: drives uh you know i, I i'm really a fan for people with chips on their shoulder we giving them chips on their shoulders when they when we when we play around with them. You know I'll I will mean? tell you and, what, yeah. Team
0: Nigeria had a chip on their shoulder, looking at Bam Adebayo. They said, "Bro, what's your last name?" You belong <laughs> exactly. The you, you get what I'm saying
2: over there. You get what I'm saying. So it's like, it's like, it's like at the same time, we need to just go out there and play with at least our B team. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we need. Like, it's no reason. I'm sorry to say this. Sadiq Bay playing the summer league right now. It's no reason he should be one of our key rotation guys.
0: But that's that's my point. Sadiq Bey was on that team getting big minutes, and we still won gold, dog. Exactly. Like, this is, I, I, I'm not, this is I'm ridiculous. Not saying,
2: I'm not saying that we the gap is closing, but what I'm saying is we got to stop playing around. Like Players should take this more serious, and I think they are after they seen how much fun Team USA had after winning this one this year. Like This was the most gold medal i ever seen celebrated like this. Like 2012, it didn't even seem like they celebrated for real. They just kind of came on back, and it was just like, you know. Yeah. It is what it is.
0: I, I'll tell you this. I think it was a combination of this year being shortened uh, by the uh, by the pandemic and all that, and and a lot of again, like I said, these are not a lot of teams from these countries had NBA players. They did not have NBA stars that were asked, "Hey, you got to give twenty five every night, right?" Team USA, all their top guys, Dane, uh, Dame, KD, Tatum, all of them you take them back to their respective teams, who gonna score if Dame don't do it? Who gonna score if Tatum don't do it? Who gonna score if KD don't do it? Not third eye Kai, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so, all, right, <laughs> all, right, all right,
2: all right, you ain't gotta stop the Kyrie Slander though.
0: Hey, Kyrie, Kyrie? With, Kyrie Slander Kyrie is evergreen on my end. And, and before we get out of here, we just gotta talk about one more thing. The Hall of Fame class included the immortal Drew Pearson, Tom Flores, Peyton Manning, John Lynch, Calvin Johnson, Alan Fanica, and Charles Woodson. Now, Looking at the twenty-two, uh, looking at the twenty-twenty-two NFL Hall of Fame class, the potential candidates are Andre Johnson, DeMarcus Ware, Reggie Wayne, Tony Baselli, Zach Thomas, Richard Seymour, Dick Vermeil, and I got to say it—I don't want to say it, but I got to—Tony Romo. Hey, hey, did you forget so, Troy Polamalu? Wait, Trey Palomalu got in this year. Oh, I'm sorry. I did yeah, forget Trey yeah, Palomalu. Yeah, yeah. No, no, forget my Forget my stillings. Trey Palomalu got in as <laughs> well. I apologize. Hey, listen. They say uh, three-quarters of the Earth is, or two-thirds of the Earth is covered in water. The other third is covered by Trey Palomalu. Don't you ever forget it. Now, with that <laughs> being said, um, who do y'all think is a lock for 2022, and who do y'all think is... Mm-hmm. They might get in, maybe.
1: I, I think the only – if you look at that class, I think – dig for me. let me keep it short. I think dig for me.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Steve Smith uh, Sr., the receiver for the Panthers and Ravens, is also
1: eligible. Okay, okay. So that changes things. I think if you look at uh, – how many, how many in football can you have in a lock per year? I think that you could have like eight Six or nine th- in the
0: class. Oh, okay.
1: Steve. Okay, um – yeah, because yeah, yeah, this class know. had eight. This class had eight. So, yeah, if I think you, you can do eight. Just off the top of my head, the names that you gave, uh, Andre Johnson, Steve Smith, Dick mm-hmm. Vermeule, DeMarcus Ware. the four that come to the front of my head. Like, those are certified locks. Honestly, all, naming all of those people, I think all of them you could put in there as locks. Honestly, except for... Oh, remote.
0: Devin Hester is also on the ballot. Devin Hester. Yeah.
1: Devin Hester. Devin Hester is another guess. one. He's shaking. He,
2: I get mom. Listen, listen. Listen, listen, listen. If it's Devin Hester or Tony Romo, absolutely. But Devin okay. Hester and, and anybody else you just named, it's close. It's close. Look at,
1: it, like so look at Devin Hester like this. Look at Devin Hester like this because I feel like his career, like his, his prime was such a flash in the pan. If Devin Hester goes into the Football Hall of Fame first ballot, then put Isaiah Thomas into the Basketball Hall of Fame first ballot.
0: Um, I don't have a problem with that. I, I don't... You're saying... Wait, wait. I'm talking about Celtics, like Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, he's talking about oh, the little Oh, No, 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 no.
1: Did they not That's have not the same? not the same at all. Uh, how? That's not the same. Isaiah Thomas oh, getting you 30
0: for two seasons. Oh, my God.
1: We Devin Hester whatever. was the fastest person
0: on the planet for like two seasons. We saying whatever today. De- Devin <laughs> Hester was
2: that deal, but I mean, like I said. It was fast. If it's, if it's between him and Tony Romo, 100% Devin Hester. But if it's between any other guys on unless list, you just name Gibbs.
1: It's, it's is close. it pro football Hall of Fame? Like, your college stuff matter too? No, no it's, it's, it's pro just football. NFL. I was about pro to football. say, if that's the case, I'm putting the Gibbs in there before Romo. Oh, I appreciate it. I
0: really do. <laughs> Thank you. You know, I mean, you know what I mean? First two state championships in the history of the city. We deserve it. We deserve it. But um, Division one state championships. But let me let, me let y'all in on, on a, a quick thing about Devin Hester. Because people often talk about what Devin Hester did, one thing. He did that one thing really, really well. He did it better than anybody we'd ever seen do it. One of y'all tell me. Devin Hester has uh 19 total. Let me let me get this straight. He has 19 total kick return and punt return touchdowns in his career, right? Right now, what do you think the guy in second place has? Five. The guy in second place has 10, but but if you go per kick return, they would need about um 200 more kick returns to catch Devin Hester. People don't realize how good Devin Hester was because, like, if you forget the Bears made it to the Super Bowl with Rex Grossman as their quarterback. How did they do that? How did they do that? Teams would kick the ball out of bounds. It is illegal to do that in NFL. That means (laughs) that the team will start with a 15-yard advantage of where they would normally start if you kick it through the back of the end zone just to avoid Devin Hester. Every punt, there was no like, hey, bro, we if we angle it to this sideline, we'll be all right. <laughs> there was literally like, hey, bro, kick that thing 30 yards out of bounds. I don't mm-hmm. care how many yards you get. Keep it away from Devin. Are y'all out of y-? Knock it off, man. Knock it off. <laughs> Knock, it off. Knock it off. I'm going to tell you this. Steve Smith, to me, big lot. No no offense or bust about it. Andre Johnson as well. DeMarcus Ware, one of the most celebrated pass rushers of all time. Um, Reggie Wayne, great Great player. I think he's going to get in. Uh, Zach Thomas is a guy I like a lot. Like him a lot. I love the way he played football.
2: I heard you like that new quarterback, Zach, too, by the way. You saw him in the preseason. You was like, Zach Wilson? That's my guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris, I don't heard, know I heard. You like
1: that. Hey, man. I, I, offensively, looking back at it, though, that Bears team that, that made the Super Bowl, offensively, that was a gross roster, bro. That's what
0: I'm saying,
1: <laughs> dog. Like,
0: like very seriously, right? I want to say their running backs were Matt Forte and Leon Washington. Like, no, wasn't that. either one of them. Yet, there yet. But no, Forte was there. No. I don't know about Leon, but I know Forte was no. there. Sure. Forte
2: came the year after,
0: I think. No, no, no. Because remember, Forte went a thousand, and they, a thousand.
1: Like, what quarter- back name? Leon- of- Uh no, Cedric Benson was they running back. Wait, Cedric Benson was they running back? (laughs) Yeah, I knew Forte (laughs) came later,
0: bro. Okay, Forte came later. Benson. Wait, what year? What year did Matt Forte get drafted? Don't tell me they drafted. He came after. after. He He came after. I'm positive he came. He came
2: came a year or two after, bro. Forte was not there. He was not there, bro.
1: Oh, because I my used God. to run with the Bears on Madden because of earlier, Man, man. I, used was, the was I used to run with the
2: Giants. I used to run with the Giants. It was Grossman, Cedric Benson, and the receivers was Bernard Berry
1: and a and Muhammad, bro. Hey, hey, dog. The
0: only player out that group that you just named, I'm like, oh yeah, he's pretty good. Moose,
1: That's man, it. bro. When I tell you, you remember That's they had the quarterback big. vision. Oh, this man God. Grossman, quarterback vision, was like a French fry, bro. Like <laughs> it was
0: this big. I know it was that big, boy. I know. Come on, yeah. I used to hate man back then, though, bro, because the screen be so dark, you can't even see who opened on the sides when they had that and, little vision. And I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to tell you what. That made playing with, with Brady and Manning. Bro, the it. whole field. That was it. That's it. You, <laughs> you got to fake it and look off at the It was a 180-degree circle when it was on the field. Bro, you could literally just let it sit in the middle and be like, yeah, we'll be all right. We're going to be all right. But Rex Grossman? Gross, man. Literally gross, man. Gross. <laughs> Disgusting. So I mean, listen, that De- Devin Hester was a different. He was he was not like the rest of these guys. Because Everybody else, you were like, all right, we're gonna kick it to him, but we're gonna kick a dribbler, or like we're gonna kick a sky kick. We'll be all right. With Devin, you was like, Yo, take the penalty, take the penalty, put right. them on the 35, bro. We'll trust Rex Grossman to not beat us. We'll be okay. <laughs> But anywho, yeah, those are those are my guys. That, and Dick Vermeil is another one. He definitely needs to be in the Hall of Fame. The only player that Dick Vermeil ever gave up on in his coaching career was Lawrence Phillips, and even then, he said he made sure that Lawrence Phillips got another opportunity after him. That is one of the greatest men that you'll ever hear about. That is just the the end all be all of as far as like players, coaches. Dick Vermeil's got to be that guy. So that's just my thoughts there, Chris. Who you thinking, man? Who you thinking for this Hall of Fame class? And like I said,
2: everybody you say was lock. Steve Smith is definitely a lock for me. That's my number one lock. Like he's just Reggie Wayne, another one that's like he's a lock. Um the Marcus Ware, Andre Johnson. You know, Zach Thomas is somebody that he, he's down there with Devin Hester than me. Like he was great. Don't get me wrong. He was great. He was great. He was, great. He was, he was phenomenal. But Devin Hester was, too. And if I had to pick one, I don't know if I 100% could choose one between them. Like I would have to just throw a dart and just be like. I'll
0: I'll tell you this. What Zach Thomas did, he was a three-down linebacker for many, many years. He was a very important cornerstone of that Dolphins defense. There is not a single player who impacted the game more. In this class, there's not a single player who impacted teams' game plans more and I'm saying this as somebody who loves defensive linemen, who loves them a Richard Seymour, who loves them a DeMarcus Ware. There's not a one that affected teams' game plans like Hester. There's not a one. I I have seen it firsthand where I was like, bro, why do they keep kicking the ball out of the box? That's what I'm saying. And you was like,
2: ah, that's why. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, him and Zach, if I had to pick one, I'm picking a both of Romo, obviously, but if I had bro. to pick one... It's like, eh, I don't know, I have just close my eyes, you know what I mean? But, I mean, but well, I know, that, everybody else works.
0: I know y'all tired of us talking Hall of Fame and talking Summer League. Don't get distracted by Summer League. Remember Zoe Trier, okay? <laughs> Whatever you want to th- think the Summer League is the end-all, be-all, remember Zoe. <clears throat> remember Zoe- Lonzo Ball, too, because that that Summer League, everybody thought, hey, the Lakers got the new big three, bro. They, <laughs> this is gonna be a problem. Yeah, it turned out to be what's two plus two. That was the problem. But anywho, um, we know y'all tired of us talking all that good stuff. So come on back next week and a week after that, and the week after that. Peace and love, y'all. Wait, why is Carlo raiding us right when we getting out of here? We raiding him. Lord Jesus. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we raiding him. All right. Peace and love, <laughs> y'all. We out.
1: Yeah, no.